What's going on, everybody? It's Cooper and James, and we are from the Backpins. We got an exciting episode for you today. We're going to talk preseason PBR teams. But before we get into that, James, how have you been? How are you feeling, and how's your summer starting off? Oh, it's it's summer. It's pretty awesome. It's uh, it's hard for me right now because I, I'm a rodeo fan and a bull riding fan to the core. And right now it's Cowboy Christmas and you can pretty much watch all the major rodeos in the country right right at your fingertips with the Cowboy Channel. And then plus following along with the, with the Challenger Series as well as the Team Deal and the King of the North and all that. So there's so much going on right now. Good Lord, I wish I was healthy so I could just be going every weekend somewhere. And I'm getting there. That's good to hear. And yeah, it's busy, busy time for rodeo fans, bull riding fans. It doesn't matter. This is the peak time of the year. Cowboy Christmas, like James alluded to, we're not that far away from the 4th of July. So them guys on the pro rodeo end, they're going really hard. The PBRs having tons of challenger events. It's definitely rodeo season right now, and it's it's enjoyable to watch. But like I mentioned, we're going to touch on the PBR preseason event that just happened in Bismarck, North Dakota. And we're also going to play some audio I recorded with member of the Nashville Stampede, Jackson Mortensen, last week. So we've got a good episode in store for you. So grab them slides, boys, because we're coming at you from the back pin. So over the weekend, the PBR had their first PBR teams preseason event in Bismarck, North Dakota. I got to watch both days, actually. James, I know you watched it live. Just give us some of your general thoughts on it. What were your general big picture takeaways from watching that preseason event? If I'm completely honest with everybody, before the preseason event, I still wasn't necessarily sold on the whole team concept and guys getting salaries and things along those lines. Uh, but after seeing kind of how it's how it's broke down and how you can coach and how you can switch different guys, like if it's a two- or three-day event and you bring seven guys or whatever, you can put Kaiki on two bulls or you can put Kaiki on one or – somebody else random on another one that's on your same team. But of course, a guy like that, you're going to put on two, obviously you'd think, but I also like how the coaches get to pick your bulls and that they're each kind of each game is basically a section of bull riding under normal circumstances. And so whoever is the livestock director says, these are the bulls available for this section pick out of these bulls and so that's kind of neat because that can either breed a lot of confidence or not so much a lot of confidence would be like somebody that's not been riding really well that's just shown progress and things to the coaches during the week they could say well you know what this guy's got the ability he's ridden this bull before let's just say riding solos there and he's one of the bulls they get to pick if you put a young guy on him that probably has the ability to ride him and just he actually does, then he could have a breakthrough season the rest of the year and follow it through. But on the same on the same token, 
if you're struggling to the point where your coaches don't want to put you on anything, that's kind of a, okay, this is what we're here for as coaches. Let's fix this guy's head because winning really is between your ears at this point. Yeah. I have a different perspective on it just because I am definitely a sports guy. I watch a lot of football, all that stuff. So I've seen team sports before. I've been a part of teams throughout high school, stuff like that. The end of the day, the sport's still bull riding. It's still about one guy and one bull and that guy getting on that bull and doing his job. But the flip side of that is now the coach has the opportunity to match a guy up as best as he thinks he can. So if I know a guy is not very consistent going away from his hand, in fact, let's just say he rides 10% of them that go away from his hand. If I'm a coach, there's no way I'm putting him on anything that's going to go that way or I think is going to go that way. I'm going to match him up with a bull that goes into his hand because like James said, I want him feeling confident. I want him to feel like he can ride Godzilla. So as a coach, just looking at it from the outside in, I would assume that these guys, when they see that bull list, they're going back, they're watching videos, they're getting set patterns, everything like that, and they're making their best educated decisions on how to match up their riders. Just some general takeaways for me from Bismarck. You didn't see a ton of the big name guys. You did see, I think, five first-round picks of the eight. But Bismarck, and I'd assume, I guess I looked at the list real briefly, didn't look real hard at trying North Carolina. But I would assume you're going to see more of those bottom-end guys in trying simply because there are going to be cuts. There was already two guys cut off of two teams this week, Kansas City and Missouri, respectively cut a rider to replace them with a different rider. So they're looking at their bottom end guys. They're wanting to see, hey, is this does this guy have what it takes or do we need to find somebody else or is this guy going to work? So I was glad to see that in Bismarck. But obviously, with that being said, you're not really seeing a true representation of what the starting lineups are going to look like come July in Cheyenne. That's for sure. What do you think about like the coaches or whatever having having a review deal? Not for every ride, but only one per game. Other sports have that system in place as well. Like the NFL, they have a coach's challenge system. PBR teams does. And essentially what it is, is you have that challenge until you're wrong. So you could challenge every bull ride in a section as long as you're right. Now, the likelihood of that happening is not very good. And they also had judges reviews. So you're not having to rely on pressing that button for every close decision. I like it. I, I think in a deal like this, getting the right call is just as important now as it was in the regular season. So I don't have a problem with the coach's challenges at all. What do you think? Me either. I actually like it. I actually like it more so uh, than the regular season. And here's why. And it could just be, well, that was just the way Bismarck went, but it just seemed like they weren't given a re-ride for every little thing like they have in the past. And so, you know, they, there's not as many challenges, I don't guess, because they only get one per game. So they, they could technically, like you said, have five challenges because they got five guys on the team, but they would have to get them all right to keep those challenges. Uh, so I kind of like it in the respect that there's, the game's going to go smoother they're not really going to, unless the bull just kind of falls down or something that's 
pretty uh, regular, even to the un- untrained eye. Hey, this is wrong. This is why the guy got a re-ride. And even a guy from New York that's never seen bull riding can see that before. Whereas here at the finals and some other places, it just seems like the guy nodded sooner than the gate open or just anything sneezed too loud and got a re-ride at certain times in the year. And that's, Judging is the hardest thing in, in in any sport, but let alone something like this. So I'm not going to harp on them too much, but I like that because it's going to cut down on that, I believe. So besides the big name guys that showed up and showed out in Bismarck, you know, guys like Dalton Castle, he won the MVP. Who are some guys that caught your eye? Because there's a couple of them young guys that stepped out there and made some really good bull rides over the weekend in Bismarck. Oh, yeah, definitely. There was uh, uh, Callum Miller from Missouri, the Missouri Thunder. He stepped up. I'd heard of him before, obviously, but hadn't seen much of him here in the United States. Yeah, I agree with you, James. Callum Miller really caught my attention. He made some good bull rides over the weekend. They used him in the bonus round. I didn't know much about him before watching, but he's a guy... Definitely going to keep my eye on moving forward as this team series progresses. Another guy that I really didn't know much about, younger guy from the Oklahoma Freedom, Kyle McDaniel, stepped out there and made a really good bull ride. I want to say he was right around 89 points that first night, and he's a younger guy as well. And then the Texas Rattlers, the Brazilian that had only been in the country for a little while, and Nelio Almeida, he steps out there, rides two or three. So there were some some guys that were picked up in free agency that made a big difference over the weekend. Absolutely, and they're going to make a big difference throughout the season, especially that new Brazilian, maybe uh, that Cal Miller, Cal Miller, and who knows? That's the fun part of this is these kids are getting opportunities that no one ever dreamed they would have in this sport, you know, with the team situation as far as like an actual – team season not just team events like we've seen in the past like the global cup but i think it's going to be really interesting to see as the years progress next year and the year after and and so on and so forth is how how is this going to progress not only the team series but our sport as a whole yeah it was definitely good bull riding to watch no doubt about it and we're not going to keep going on this topic for too much longer, but I got to ask James one more question. If you had to pick a favorite team right now, who are you picking? We won't hold you to it. You can change it because we didn't get to see all of the big name, what I would call everyday starters going Bismarck. But right now, who is your favorite team? You know, if I had to look at it on paper and then, Forget the fact that Outlaw, I consider him a brother and forget about my history with Lane Nobles. But if I had to throw them out of the equation, forget that they're on a team and all that, if I had to pick one, it'd probably be Missouri Thunder because they impressed me more than any other team as a whole. Yes, the Outlaws won, but I feel like they just barely got by in a couple of their games. Whereas the Missouri Thunder on that first night pretty much dominated. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. And in my opinion, both those teams sent rosters up to Bismarck to win. You know, they didn't hold back. They sent some of their big guns there. So I wasn't surprised to see them perform well there, I guess is what I'm trying to say. But 
if I had to pick one right now and I haven't really thought too hard about it, I'm going to take the Oklahoma Freedom. I like Cord. I think he's got a really good squad, and they've got some young guys that are going to come up here and look really good. That's just right now, though, a lot can change from now until the regular season. But let's take a break and talk about Rank Ride Fantasy for a second. If you enjoy what the PBR Team Series did, and especially the draft aspect of that, check out Rank Ride Fantasy. They let you put your general manager cap on, and you get to make those decisions that a general manager does week in, week out. I played the entire 2022 season, and it was a great time. It's a really good way to engage yourself with the bull riding that's happening. When you have something to cheer for or against, it really makes it more exciting to watch, especially when you pick a guy that goes 90-plus points. There's not a better feeling in the world, and it's a really good opportunity to give you and your buddies the opportunity to give each other a hard time, compete against each other. Let's get some bragging rights going. I'm better than you are. I know more than you do. Now you can put it to the test, and bragging rights are always good when you're talking, interacting with your best of friends. It's a really great time. I can promise you, you won't be disappointed, so check out Rank Ride Fantasy at www.rankridefantasy.com. And I will link their social medias in the description below. And also, I will list them at the end of this podcast. But let's get back to it. But last week, I had the fortune of getting to sit down with Nashville Stampede member Jackson Mortensen. Unfortunately, due to scheduling and things like that, when I was on the road, James wasn't able to hop on a recording last week. So it was just me. But Jackson was a really interesting conversation. He's a young guy. He's 18 years old, got picked up by the Stampede. He comes from a rodeo family. He's a second generation bull rider. The sky is the limit, in my opinion, for this guy. His brother got drafted by the Texas Rattlers. There's a lot of upside with this guy, and he is a really interesting conversation. So I'll quit talking. Let's sit down with Jackson Mortensen. I have got a special treat for everybody today. We have on Jackson Mortensen, professional bull rider, and depending who you talk to, TikTok famous to an extent. Jackson, uh-huh. how's it going today? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Going pretty good. So do you want to just walk everybody through what your childhood was like and kind of leading up to your professional bull riding career now? Yeah, heck yeah. Yeah, when I was younger, I uh, I wasn't really much into bull riding. My whole family was, though. Like, my older brother, he's a multi-time state champion bull rider. Uh, he won state in the bronc riding, bareback riding. Uh, so I, that was, like, one of who I was always around that was uh, always doing the rodeo. But uh, my grandpa was uh, the 1981 champion of the world in the bareback riding. Um, he went to the finals 12 times over 120 horses at the nfr that's pretty crazy and uh my dad uh he was uh on the bull riders only made the bull riders only final six times made the pbr finals two times so uh i was always around it my dad was always putting on big bull ridings we was always the shoot boss at the uh built four tusks when that that's what it was back in the day and uh so i was like always in the mix and stuff and then um <clears throat> when i got into high school i realized that like man this bull riding stuff is is the real deal and like i'm actually i realized i was blessed with the talent of riding bulls so i was like i'm just gonna take it more seriously so um my brother and my dad took me under their wing and they just 
really showed me everything the right way. And uh, I, I really like took the time to learn and I, I like weaned myself away from all the other sports I was doing. I've played football. I wrestled, I played baseball. I did everything. And uh, I just moved, I just, I moved away. I went down and uh, my dad, we got our uh, practice pin built that we've had and uh we got a bunch of bulls and we just started a really hardcore uh like a training regimen for like riding bulls professionally you know like that's what me and my brother were gonna do my brother was already doing it like went to calgary last year final four final four in cheyenne won st paul uh he won a bunch of big rodeos like he kicked their butt and that's like all i was wanting to be around and i, I never really went to all of the rodeos like junior high high school rodeos I never really won state. I didn't ever win state. This year, I took it hard, and I tried to win it. <clears throat> Sat out a couple rodeos, came down to the wire, got beat by two points. You know, I got second place again. So, uh, but I'm, 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 I was really thankful uh, going to my first PBR. I was nervous. I was, I was ready to go, though. I was in my hometown, 45 minutes away from my hometown. I used to go there and watch them play hockey there when I was little. It was pretty cool. And uh, to just be able to, like, take advantage of that and uh, seal the deal and capitalize on the biggest opportunity that I had at the moment. And uh, I did, and that was really that was really big for me. That put a lot of eyes on me. And, uh, shoot, <clears throat> like a week or two after that, that was when Justin McBride called me, and he was like, hey, man, like, I want you on my team. Like, I want, I want, you, I want you on there. Like, we're going to have you riding, like, a lot. And I was like gung-ho dude i didn't want i didn't want any anything to do with any other team i didn't want to do anything else like now that's like all i'm on now i'm focused on i've been i've been training for since i've had that phone call since for this weekend this is the first preseason event uh yeah this is going to be like the biggest stage i've ever rode on and the biggest uh biggest audience and rankest bulls of all time rankest bulls in the world so I'm just excited to show everybody, you know, what I'm made of and what I got, you know? Heck yeah. And so you grew up in Arizona, is that correct? Yeah, I grew up in Prescott, Arizona. Yes, you're a little north of there, Chino Valley. It's like a little town. So I know like I've seen videos of you riding. Is it called the Buffalo Chip? That little bar bull riding that they do? Well, so yeah, they got a bunch of bars in Arizona. That's one thing that Arizona is really well known for is our bar bull riding. So we've got like four or five of them. We've got the Buffalo Chip that's in South Cape Creek, and then we have the uh, Roadrunner. We call it we call it the Dirty Bird. That's in uh that's in New River, north uh north North Phoenix. It's like right when you pull right when you're pulling out of Phoenix. It's like right there off New River exit. And uh, my one of my my actually traveling my traveling partner Brady Turgeon. He would be traveling me. He broke a couple of ribs. He's back home now. He he's healing up a little bit. But his parents they own that, and then uh they uh, used to have the uh, they had the hogs and horses, and that was in uh I think I want to say that that was in Cave Creek or Wickenburg, and then uh they have uh, the galloping goose. That was in that was where I used to where I do live in Coolidge. They took that one down though, and then um they have uh. They have one more. Oh, it's called the Hitching Post, and they have that Buffalo Chip. And for the most part, those almost run like every week, right? Oh yeah, and they all try to like not fall on each other. So like the chips open bull ride, and they'll be on Friday, and then the Road Runners open bull ride, and they'll be on Saturday, and then the other one will be on Thursday. So they try to like make it to where everybody can hit every one of those. You know what I mean? Those guys that are like yeah. getting ready and like learning and stuff. You know? 
What kind of advantage do you think having the opportunity to go to all those kind of bull ridings without having to travel very far and to just get on as many bulls as you could? Do you think that really made a difference in your riding as you progressed through your teenage years? Well, I mean, yeah, that helped out a lot there because like I would go there and like get on practice bulls at the novice bull riding when I was younger and shoot, when you're getting on a practice bull and you're winning a thousand dollars, it's pretty cool, you know? like when you're going down to those places and you're just going there strictly to get on bulls and you got to pay a fee anyways to get on one for practice or not and they're just running good practice bulls underneath you and you're winning money if you do your job like i mean that makes it feel like how it's supposed to you know what i mean because like when you're a good bull rider and you do this do this stuff for reals and you really take like everything you got like you want to make all of them feel like practice bulls and they're just paying you to do it because it's fun you know and like that's like where they wanted to get a lot of that coming from but honestly i i learned a lot from those things but those barbell runs but it, they're kind of a trap you can't get too involved in them because then you won't want to leave and go out you know what i mean and mm -hmm. like those guys just get stuck there and uh they're just hometown heroes and bar heroes when like shoot i honestly like a lot of the reason why me and my older brother ride the way we do is because we would go down to the res all the time like we, we would we'd go down to the res and we'd ride against those res cats and like dude those guys became our friends like and shoot, like bull riders will tell you them, them res rats, them bulls down there, dude, they, they'll give you a run for your money. Don't matter which one it is. They don't, they don't buck the same every time. And like, they're all wiry, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, that's, that's like where we really learned cause they're all crazy, you know? And that's where we really learned to get in the shoot and get out, you know yeah. what I mean? And not mess around and like ride for what you got. But them bars are a good deal too, you know what I mean? But the res is a big deal about how a lot of bull riders ride good in Arizona too. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So your brother, he also got drafted by the uh, Texas Rattlers, if I remember yeah. right. Correct. How fun is it going to be for you to compete alongside your brother in the inaugural PBR team series season? Oh, dude, it's just a dream come true. Like I've been telling my brother all my life, like, cause my dad and his brother used to ride back in the day and they were the Mortensen bros on tour. So I've just been telling JC like, dude, Mortensen bros 2.0 has got to come back man, <laughs> got to come back. And like, he wasn't about it until now though. Like he has this opportunity, you know what I mean? So we're, he's pumped about it. And uh, he's coming off this injury. First ride back was 90 points, you know, like he, he he's feeling it and i'm i'm feeling it too right now so it's gonna be really fun you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely what do you think bringing team bull riding to professional bull riding is going to do for future generations of bull riders and, and you as you progress through your career because you're still pretty early in your professional career yeah what do you see this team series adding to the opportunities for you as a bull rider Shoot, man, it's a lot more money that's involved. I mean, we're doing a dangerous job out here. Like, it's pretty dangerous. We're putting our body at risk and our, our life at risk. I mean, it, we do it because we love it. And, I mean, it's just like anything else, but it's a lot more intense and more dangerous, like, when you get down to the facts. And, like, shoot, man, it's going to be a beneficial thing because, shoot, a lot of people would be like, like, like the thought of riding, but, like, dang, those guys don't get paid that much. You know what I mean? That's going to help out a lot, too. But regardless of that, it's going to bring everybody more involved. Like it's going to bring the team states like involved with bull riding more. And I feel like they're going to want to like cheer for the team, you know, and like, I feel like it's just going to get everybody involved with bull riding more. And uh, it's going to bring a lot more eyes on the sport. And uh, I think it's just an overall good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, a lot of good young guys like wanting to come like 
want to be like, dang, I want to be on the team. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's pretty cool. I never would have had that. I never even got to think about that when I was little, like, I bet it would be cool. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, for sure. How much have you gotten to spend time with your team so far since you signed with Nashville? So I actually haven't spent any time with my team at all. And, uh, I haven't even met Justin McBride yet. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm meeting them all on Friday. <laughs> well, first impressions go a long ways, right? <laughs> yeah, they do. And, uh, I was going to, I was actually considering there for a minute. I, uh, I got on the PBR the other day and I got on a bucker and kind of just jerked me down. wasn't really riding like myself, kind of tweaked my hand a little bit and I was considering taking a break, but I went and got it x-rayed and I broke it like two years ago and I just rode with it. And, uh, I had like a callus cocoon around my, my bone break. So it kind of was just sore. So the doctor told me like, it's just going to be sore. That's just how it yeah. is. So kind of made my mind feel a lot better. So I called Justin the other day and I was like, Hey man, I'm, I'm coming dude. My hand's sore, but I don't care. I was like, I believe it. I believe in myself. I know I can do it, but my hand's not going to be sore and I'm gonna be able to hold my board up. Like, I know I can do it. And, so he was like, heck yeah, I love that. And he said, that sounds like I'm seeing you in Bismarck. I was like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So are you a workout guy? Are you a big oh, yeah. workout guy? I like to go to the gym every week. Yeah, I actually, I, I mean, I haven't worked out my whole life, but I just really took it seriously when I started uh, getting on bulls. And like, I don't lift to get like big and stuff. Like, as you can see, I'm, I'm not like a big guy. I just lift to like stay fit, keep my body strong, you know? I mean, I don't want, I got, it'd be nice to have big muscles and eventually that's the goal. You know what I mean? But <laughs> I, I, I just kind of keep my, I have a trainer me and my brother have a trainer and he trains us like all of our, like we go in and uh, we'll do a hour long training class and then we'll get like a, like treatment for like an hour and a half. And, uh, shoot, man, like it's the best thing I've noticed for my body because like, we only train the parts that we use when we ride bulls. We obviously train our whole body, but like we really emphasize those muscles like that we use when we're riding like core like right here, like strength on like sucking your like butt down to your bull rope a little bit more like, and then we use bands to like keep our elbow down and stuff. Like everything is like, it's the state of the arc. It's the top of the line. It's literally the, uh, the largest performance athletic training facility in the whole country. And, uh, oh. it's got like, uh, a hundred thousand acres and it's, it's got like 20 football fields 20 baseball fields like our trainer won the gold medal it's like the the hurdles his oh, name yeah. his name's dan uh what's his last i can't think of his last name right now but yeah he won, won the gold medal in like the early 2000s like he was on the weedy box <laughs> like <laughs> we get me and my brother have been like pretty hooked up and that's it's made a big change like i felt like my brother like he wouldn't be back to as good as he is now from his surgeries if it wasn't from that for that place so uh we do work out a little bit we've gotten into it a lot more but i used to not be a workout guy i used to not work out at all so do you guys work on the mental side of the equation as well because pretty much anybody that tells you anything about riding bulls will tell you 90 percent of it's mental the other 10 percent is physical do you guys train train the mental side as well oh yeah absolutely absolutely and like uh i've just been training my mental mine my whole life like i used to wrestle a lot wrestling's a huge mental game cutting weight that kind of yeah. stuff like uh having a lot of discipline on yourself like surround yourself with good people um surround like not like even like if you do have to surround yourself with losers just like be a nice person to them but just not listen to what they say you know what i mean like 
you got to like really keep your mind really, really clear and healthy for the sport. Cause this shit's dangerous. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like the, the moment that you start surrounding yourself with, uh, like stuff that doesn't need to be tainted or like stuff that will taint something that's not good. Like as soon as your mind gets any sort of tweaked by anything, that's when you start falling off bulls When your mind's a hundred percent clear and like strong. Like, and when you're in your mind, you're a killer. Yeah. And that's like, that's like when you're, uh, at the top of your game like that's like 90 percent of it like you got to be able to crawl in there on a bull that's vibrating about to explode and be able to just like stay calm and just like dominate them with your head first and then dominate them with your actions you know like you kind of gotta i always say like before i get on a bull my buddy's like shut your mind off let your body do the work and that's literally how i try to do it because like shoot, if your mind's running while you're on a bull you're gonna get dumped dude they move too quick you can't think that quick you know what i mean yeah. you just gotta shut your mind off have confidence in yourself and just do the move you know how to do you know yeah for sure i actually wrestled too when i was going through school and i always kind of had a pre-match routine leading up to a match did you take some of that kind of aspect of it from the wrestling mat to the rodeo arena do you have a big routine or do you just kind of like go with the flow and whatever yeah so like a lot of people like they like to like get ready and like smack themselves around stuff before they go and like i'm always like my 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 deal is like when i wrestle uh i would always just stay calm and uh, as soon as i shake hands as soon as that whistle blows it's like a firecracker man like you just stay calm and like right when the gate opens and right when you need to explode like it's a little bit different though for bull riding and wrestling, but wrestling, I was like all about explosiveness and like, just yeah. like, as soon as the whistle blows, like get them, like, go, go, go. Like don't weaken, like, like, like a firecracker. Yeah. And, uh, that's like when I took that to bull riding though, you can't be like freaking like go, go, go right off the bat. Like I've realized even this past week, like you got to let them kind of take you and then you explode. You know what I mean? Like with wrestling, you just explode, you go to them, you know, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> bull riding you're if you're exploding and moving like too quick then you're just gonna buck yourself off or like override that bull and like i don't know that's just me i ride really quick and i'm a small quick guy so like i like to just kind of like let them go and then when i have to explode oh i do it you know what i mean like yeah that's that's where i've taken that aspect you know try not to get too fired up and too amped up before i go because that's just a waste of energy that you can use like against your opponent you know what's the worst weight cut you've ever had from your wrestling days oh man i uh i cut from uh well i was at 132 i cut to 120s and it was like 122 because uh the two yeah the allowance thanksgiving oh my gosh dude i came in and i was like well i knew i was gonna do it and like the coach's son was at that weight class and he's like there's no way you're gonna make it and i was like dude like whatever i'm gonna make it and i'm gonna kick your ass and i'm gonna take the varsity spot buddy so <laughs> I obviously didn't say that, but I was just like, I'm going to get after it. So I went and I cut weight and I was eating like celery and carrots for lunch and just drinking water all day. And then it got toward the last two days where I was cutting, where I wasn't eating anything, just drinking water, dude. And, uh, I got so sick before we had to go wrestle and throw up or in uh, weigh in. I was throwing up everywhere. It was good for me. Cause I knew I was going to make weight, you know? And, uh, so I made weight and, uh, dude, it was so bad. Like I was so weak like i wrestled i won but like when the next day even after i like tried to eat and stuff like dude my brother's always been good about that and he's always made me have like a stronger mind i've always been a baby of the two of us and uh 
So, like, I was always, like, whining, like, dude, I'm hungry. Like, I don't like this stuff. And, like, my brother could cut massive amounts of weight, and he's skinny, like a skinny dude. And I was always, like, geez, you're crazy. And, like, he would show no expression, like, no emotion. Like, that's just how tough he is in his mind, you know? Yeah. And, like, I, I would have to get like that. But finally, dude, like, I realized, like, after that year, I was, like, I don't wrestle <laughs> good <laughs> when I'm cutting weight. I was, like, I need to, go, like, get to a good weight and just stay there. <laughs> yeah like I, so i yeah i'm not a big fan of cutting weight <laughs> and, but you and gotta for, do what you gotta do man if you're a wrestler you gotta know how that stuff feels man and for people that don't know like when we say cutting weight we're not talking about losing weight you're talking about losing a no, lot like of weight days, and, yeah six days, five days even sometimes three days like eight right. pounds three days ten pounds three days yeah like, like it's not like you go days, maybe a day like you gotta <laughs> get it off yeah it's not like you're dieting for two months like you're talking you're days and sometimes hours <laughs> you don't realize how good water is until you haven't had it for a while i'll put it that way that's the easiest yeah, way like, i can put it like you you know you, you don't know that you've cut weight so hard until like you cut weight and you're so hungry that you take two bites of food and you're like dang i'm full <laughs> <laughs> yeah all those lessons you learn from all that like they just make you a harder person not not Crazy. just in the wrestling room, but like as you go through life, like those lessons, you hate it most of the time when you're doing it, but those lessons really do a guy a lot of good as you progress through your life, in my opinion, you're at right. least. You're right, dude. That's a hundred percent. You're right. Like other sports, like football and stuff like that, and baseball, like they teach you things. Baseball teaches you patience, so does football. They teach you other things, you know, like it's good. So what's Jackson like outside of the rodeo arena? you like to be outside working all the time or when you have downtime, do you like to just <laughs> hang out, relax and rest your body? I'm a big call of duty guy. I like call of duty. Um, I left my, I usually take my Xbox with me when I leave on my, like on my trips and stuff. But this time I was like, all right, I'm going to leave it, you know, I'm going to see what I can do. <laughs> so, but usually typically I'm always with my brother. We got bulls at the house. If I'm not helping JC with the bulls, I'm inside, you know, it's really hot 110 in Arizona where we live. So, I'm more of an inside guy. I like to go golf. I'm a big golfer. I love golf and I love top golf. I don't care to go spend a hundred dollars playing top golf. You know, I love that <laughs> stuff, dude. That game's fun. Uh, I'm a go top golf dude. I'm I'm pretty much down for anything. I like to I just like to have fun and hang out. You know what I mean? I'm not much of a, I used to be really wild and like I'm not gonna lie to you. I call I'm down to get wild now, but just not very often, you know. I've actually gotten really smart about that. I really don't party either really much. I, I kind of just hang out with the pals a lot. I don't, I just do my thing. I hang out with my family, my brother, you know, and if there's something cool going on though, I'm down right. to cool. You know what I'm saying? Heck yeah. I really like rodeos though. I'm a big rodeo bull riding guy. I'm always, I love going to rodeos and going to bull riding. So that's like where I'm at home, you know? Yeah. Did you do other events besides bull riding when you were growing up? Yeah. I rode bareback horses. You, uh, so you're crazy like that because I think bareback riders have got to be the most insane individuals on the planet. Yeah, they are. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even when you do it right, you're getting your butt whooped. Yeah. It's the stupidest event in rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> you see them big horses they run in nowadays. And I don't know how anybody thinks that's fun, but that's just me. Yeah, me too, man. Like my grandpa, he's tried to get me to ride bucking horses my whole life. And I, man, I, I gave it a shot when I was younger, but finally I just told him, I was like, hey, man, that stuff's scary. It's not for me. <laughs> I'm not doing it. It'll save your riding arm down the road for sure. 
Yeah, I realized I was better at riding bulls anyways. Like, geez. <laughs> I didn't realize that until high school though. <laughs> yeah. Are you a roper too? I'll rope, yeah. I'm not I'm not like a roper roper. Uh, I'll ride horses and rope though. I, I like doing cowboy shit. <laughs> so do you think there's gonna be some friendly wagering going on when you guys get matched up with the rattlers and it's you versus JC? Oh yeah, yeah. There's gonna be some stuff going on. We're both gonna be rooting on each other. We we never want to wish bad with upon each other, but we want each other to do good as always. But you dang you dang right better believe that I'm going for Uno. Heck yeah, I mean, I always want to beat my brother. He always wants to beat me, and that's how we ride the best. You know what I'm saying? And like, if that's what we got to do, and it comes down to me versus him, you better believe I'm gonna be spurring to win. <laughs> <laughs> how excited are you to get to? work underneath Justin McBride. I would imagine he's a guy you've watched on TV throughout your whole childhood. How exciting is that to have him as a mentor and a coach? Oh man. Like he used to, uh, like my, my, I keep my, he gave me a lot of talks. Like my dad really welcomed him into the PBR. Cause my dad was like one of the veterans and he was a young guy, you know, and like took him under his wing. He said, and like, he said to everybody, he said that my dad like had a lot of confidence in him and, and they became like really good friends. And he said that he's been watching me throughout the years. And uh, he said that all the other coaches were skeptical about me, but he said that he knew that he wasn't going to be skeptical. He said that he really liked the way that I ride and like my attitude and he sees a lot of me and him. So I was like really pumped up about that. And like, dude, hearing that from one of the legends of the sport and like really wanting me to like to be with him, and, like take me under his wing and like, show the world like hey this is the guy that i picked like watch what he can do like i'm it's a blessing dude like it's a blessing and like the way that he talks to me like he talks to me as a friend you know and like i love that man like it's it's a, it's a dream come true and like shoot it, like he told me like and it's real too like it's it's a dream come true but like it's meant to be so it's time to start getting at it you know what i mean like it's yeah. this is all like what was supposed to happen and like shoot it's just he's one of the best and like he's gonna teach me his ways and the ways that he did it. And I'm going to get what I take, what I love and like out of that and use it for me. And like, that's one of the biggest blessings a guy could have is a legend like him, like take you at this young, like I'm the youngest guy that was drafted and like, that's crazy. And it's, it is history too. And it's pretty cool, but like, I didn't really think about it, but it's just really cool that he was the one who wanted me, you know, and like, he didn't want anybody else to have me. And he wants to like teach me and show me. It's just a blessing. It's super cool, you know. I'm Heck. still looking forward to it too, man. I can't wait to meet him Friday. Heck yeah, man. That's it's gonna be awesome to see how this whole team series plays out as a whole. But I said from the beginning when I heard about it, you're gonna see guys that the average bull riding fan hasn't heard of. You know, just the people that are tuning in on CBS Sports Network. Like they're not going to hear about guys like you or anything like that. But I have said from the beginning, there's going to be at least one, if not more than one of the like guys like you that come out of this deal and have a huge impact on what team ends up with the championship at the end of the year. Yeah, man, that's right. Like, shoot, I believe that I was placed, placed on a good team, blessed with a good team. I got the ice man team captain, freaking $2 million man stud, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Ryan Dirt Eater, veteran of the sport, you know what I mean? Came out of retirement, come on our team, you know, like uh, Monolito DeSalza Jr., you know, Dinner Barbosa broke his foot, I'm taking his spot. We got bull riders, man, like 
<laughs> I believe we're going to take it all the way, man. If we all ride like our full ability, and that would, what we know how to do, what Justin knows we know how to do, why he picked us to show what we can do, then we're going to win. I guarantee it. No matter what, who's stacked against the table, what cards are stacked against the table. I know we're riding against the best, but this is the PBR. This is the best bull riders in the world. It's what it's going to happen. Like you can't expect anything less. You just got to do better than your best. You know what I mean? That's what we're all planning on doing. And like uh, my team is full of a bunch of killers. Like all those guys, they all want to win. They all want first place. Yeah. Justin wouldn't pick guys that don't want to win first. Well, and even from Justin's standpoint, you know, he's coaching against guys that he rodeoed and rode bulls with and they were exactly. pretty tight. So, I mean, you know, deep down, he doesn't want to let JW Hart or Ross Coleman beat him. <laughs> I know for a fact he's not going for second place either. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. Name a bull that you're most excited to get on during this team series season. Any bull in the PBR. Which one are you just craving? You got to get on him. I want to get on chiseled, man. It's a good pick. I want to get on chiseled so bad. Do you, I want to you, get on RuPaul too. What do you like about what chiseled does? Do you just think he's going like to fit that. you? I just, oh yeah. I just like that way. He like hops out there one, two, and then like blows, like gets that whippy whirl around there. Like my wheelhouse when I'm really going to one is just like, and like a lot of people tell you it's stupid and it's dumb, but like, I don't care. It's how I do it. Not how <laughs> they do it. You know And I like yeah. freaking like on them bulls that are bucking like that. I like to come back, like kind of back door them. And like just bend over down that hip. And if you watch my videos, you've seen me tee off on one like that. Yeah. Like, that's what I do. And like I just come down for that every time. Like that's my dream, dude. Like, oh, I'd love that. Or like even whoop on, like away from my hand, like his world. Like to just catch that inside horn and just freaking whip with him, you know? Yeah. But who knows? I want to get on them all, dude. I'm ready. I'm ready for this <laughs> stuff, man. I'm ready for them all. Heck I've yeah. told a lot of people though, Chisel, I got Chisel's number and I want him so bad. Oh, I'm so bad. Well, I bet if Justin gets the opportunity, that's the matchup he's going to make. No yeah, doubt. You be better, dude. <laughs> so we won't keep you too much longer here. I just got one more question for you. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? At the top. Yeah, world champion. and uh, Going down is one of the greats, man. That's, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm shooting for. And uh, that's I'm, I got confidence. I got a really strong mind. And I believe that I will be at the top and I will be a champion, world champion at in 10 years, yeah, if not with one, if not one, two or more. I believe in myself and that's what I think. So that's all that matters, man. Well, thanks for jumping on, Jackson. We really appreciate it. I and appreciate you for having me, dude. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, this. Yeah, absolutely. I've if you haven't seen Jackson ride, I encourage you going on social media, the internet, because this guy is not afraid to sling some spurs at him. He'll throw some iron around and it's exciting. And I'm excited to see you ride in the PBR team series for sure. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you guys for watching. Uh, stay tuned. CBS Sports this weekend, Bismarck, North Dakota. It's going to be a bull riding teams versus teams, the first ever inaugural. Come check it out. It sure was fun getting to sit down with Jackson. I'm glad he took time out of his busy schedule to sit down. But I think that'll about wrap it up. James, do you have any closing thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, I just really wanted to uh, send my condolences to the roster family as they uh, lost Cotton Roster, I guess, earlier this week, maybe today. I didn't really look in, didn't really read the article, but just just ran across it, either the PBR or PRCA's website. Just what an impact that man has, has had 
on our entire Western way of life, let alone bull riding and rodeo in general, and just heartfelt condolences to the roster family. And also just good to be back on the air with Cooper. Like he said, the schedules have been kind of crazy and, and it's just good to be back. This is something that I look forward to every day, let alone every week. So anyway, if y'all have any questions or comments or feedback, you know, just reach out to us. We're glad to take it and dish it out and have a good time with everybody. And always remember that every day is a gift from God and what you do with it. Quite simply and honestly, that's your gift back to him. Coop, the floor is yours, buddy. Back at you, James. It's good to have you back on for sure. And yeah, it's just been a busy summer. It's not going to slow down a whole lot. So we'll just have to keep doing what we can to make it work and to keep getting content out to you guys. You can find us at From the Backpens on Instagram and TikTok, From the Backpens on Facebook and YouTube. If you're into teams, the team previews, all that stuff, check out our YouTube. We've been doing that over there. And my email is cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R, from the backpens at gmail.com. You can find Rank Ride Fantasy at www.rankridefantasy.com, at Rank Ride Fantasy on Instagram, at Rank Ride on TikTok, Rank Ride on Facebook, and Rank Ride TV on YouTube. Follow, like our podcast, leave comments, guys. It only helps us out. We want to talk about what you guys want to hear about. So, let us know what that is, and we will do our best to get that out to you. You guys have a great one. Until next time, come back and visit us again from the back pans. 